Your only Son, no sin too high, but you have sent Him from your side to walk upon this guilty sod and to become the Lamb of God. I love the Holy Lamb of God Who washed me in His precious blood My Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God Your gift of love they crucified They laughed and scorned Him as He died the humble king they named a fraud and sacrificed the Lamb of God. Oh, Lamb of God, sweet Lamb of God, I love the Holy Lamb of God. Oh, wash me in His precious blood. My Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God. I was so lost, I should have died. But you have brought me to your side To be led by your staff and rod And to be called the Lamb of God. of God. Oh, wash me in His precious blood, my Jesus Christ, the Lamb of Jesus, my Lord, 
Up from the grave he arose with a mighty triumph on his road. He arose a victor from the dark domain, and he lives forever with the saints to reign. He arose, he arose, hallelujah, Christ Mm-hmm. 
Jesus, your name is power, breath and living water, such a marvelous mystery. Standing on the promises of Christ my King, through eternal ages let His praises ring. Glory in the highest I will shout and sing, standing on the promises of God. Standing, standing, standing on the promises of God my Savior, standing. promises that cannot fail when the howling storms of doubt and fear assail by the living word of god i shall prevail standing on the promises of god standing 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 on the promises of god my savior standing 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 on the promises of God, standing on the promises of Christ the Lord, bound to Him eternally by love's strong cord, overcoming daily with the Spirit's sword, standing on the promises of God, standing, standing. Standing on the promises of God, my Savior, standing, standing, standing on the promises of God, standing on the promises of God. Good morning. So, first of all, our prayers and thoughts are with you, and we're happy to gather with you, dear Radlaw family, and uh, to be comforted in God's word and to, to the God's music and to remember 
the life of your husband and father and grandfather, father-in-law, Peter Jim. Uh, I, want, I want to, as a welcome, I want you to, at this moment to get to see people that I asked to stand up. So I'm going to ask the family there, at least you know that row, just stand up for a second and watch what I, what I do. I'm going to have people stand up. So just stand up and face that way. Okay? So here, we've gathered to comfort you and be with you in, in word and song and to be comforted. If you are a pastor who's served as a colleague in ministry and you're here because of this funeral for, for dear Jim, your brother and mentor, please stand. Any pastor that's here, see the men of God that came. And if you're their, their wives and their help meet, stand, stand up with them and stay standing, okay? Look at that. Isn't that awesome? They're here because they're soldiers in the ministry and Jim's had an influence on them and, and, and here they are. If you are somebody, Jim uh, Radloff, confirmed or baptized, stand with for us now. Okay. Confirmed or baptized. Stay standing, okay? If you're someone, he came to your house and found you and you ended up coming to church because Jim was ministering to you. There, there's one. She's got her hand up and her husband, okay? If, if you're someone that Jim Radloff talked to about Jesus, either from the pulpit or at a Bible study or at your home, stand up. And if you're not standing, we're glad you came. Stand up with us because <laughs> now we're going to pray and sing the first song. And uh, that, look at all those people. Give them applause. Huh? Thank you for coming, all of you, to be encouraged. We, uh, the neat thing about the gospel is that the minute... We're righteous in Christ while we're here, but we're not in fully sanctified. Once we step into glory, we are completely 100% holy. So now, everything about Jim Radloff is perfect because the righteousness that covered him is now inside in every part of his soul. So you'll notice at a Christian funeral, we often we minimize talking about people's weaknesses. We talk about their strengths and the blessings they've been. Uh, but that's because Jesus has made him righteous. So... Let's begin with prayer, and then we're going to start with our first three songs. God in heaven, thank you, thank you, thank you for the good news that's our comfort. Uh, it, the, the, this long sojourning is, uh, for Jim is over, and you have relieved him of all suffering. You've relieved him of his sins. And in him, you've given us a blessing that we get to carry with us the rest of our lives. Your son and also many, many insights in family and in the church. And for that, we give you the praise. We want you to visit us in this hour of worship and tell Jim in heaven what we're doing to honor the son of your son that he honored and the life and the gift that you gave him with us. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, let's sing this uh, first song. It's about trusting. Stay standing. That's what we're going to do today while we sing. And uh, we're going to, it's about trusting that God's eye, like Jesus said, is on the smallest sparrow, and it's also on us. And just uh, as a testimony, we saw that hope that Jim had that even if he's suffering with cancer, that God's eye was on him and, and protecting him until the moment he needed him in heaven. Eyes on the sparrow.
Why should I feel discouraged? Why should the shadows come? Why should my heart be lonely and long for heaven and home? When Jesus is my portion, my constant friend is he. your hearts be troubled his tender word I hear and resting on his goodness I lose my doubt and fear though by the path he leadeth but one step I may see his eyes His eye is on the sparrow, and I know he watches me. I sing because I'm happy. I sing because I'm free. For his eye is on the sparrow, and I know he watches me. Whenever I am tempted, whenever clouds arise, when song gives place to sighing, when hope within me dies, I draw the closer to Him. From care He sets me free. His eye is on the sparrow, and I know he cares for me. His eye is on the sparrow, and I know he cares for me. I sing because I'm happy. I sing because I'm free. It's a beautiful song about God watching over all of our lives, even as our hairs counted. And uh, the next song is about the blessed assurance that we have that not only is he watching over us, but he has saved us. And Jim lived in that faith, and we live in that faith completely 100%. Blessed assurance, he is saved. 
And that gives us great hope and peace today as we remember his life and remember his eternal life. So let's sing it, Blessed Assurance. Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. Heir of salvation, purchase of God. Born of his spirit, washed in his blood. This is my story, this is my song. Praising my Savior all the day long. This is my story, this is my song. Praising my Savior all the day long. Joyful confession, I am His own. Following Jesus, I'm never alone. Born of His Spirit. I am restored, strengthened to serve my Savior and Lord. This is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. This is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. Loving submission, all is at rest. I am my Savior and happy and blessed. Watching and waiting, looking above. Filled with His goodness, kept in His love. This is my story, this is my song. Praising my Savior all the day story, this is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. Our last opening song is, It is Well with My Soul. It is a confession of faith that no matter high or low, good or bad, that we might think our life is going it is well with our soul because our Redeemer and Savior is with us and heaven is our home. Glorious thought, 
looking at Psalm 23 now, and we're going to say it as an antiphonally. Uh, I'll speak a line and you will speak a line. Just real quickly, the way that David wrote this psalm was he put the most important verse, all verses are important, but the most important verse is in the very middle, and this is the middle verse of Psalm 23. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Let's say it together. Uh, antiphonally the Lord is my shepherd I shall lack nothing he guides me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. I invite longtime friend and colleague in ministry, Pastor John Monkey, forward to read scripture to us. Good morning. Every human being has two component parts, a body and a soul. The soul is the real you. It's your inner being. It's your personality. It's your source of emotions. Perhaps there have been times when you're experiencing happy experiences and you maybe didn't share it with others, but you thought to yourself, wow, I really feel good inside. That's your soul feeling that emotion, and it expresses it through the body with a twinkle in our eyes and a smile on our face. And then we face sad times, 
And perhaps you felt to yourself, oh, I ache on the inside. And our body expresses that with tears coming down our cheeks. The body is the vehicle which the soul, the real you, uses while here on this earth. Someone once compared the body and the soul to a hand and a glove. This glove is lifeless, inanimate, motionless. But I put my hand inside and there's all kinds of life and movement, not coming from the glove, but coming from the hand inside the glove. And then when I take my hand out, the glove once again becomes lifeless. The soul created by God, the body created by God. Life begins when the Almighty Creator puts the soul inside the body and life continues as long as the soul is in the body. What happens at death, the death of a believer in Jesus, is that the Lord lovingly and with his almighty power takes the soul out of the body and instantly takes it to be with him in the glories of the eternal mansions of heaven. Last Friday, Joy sent me a text. Very short, impactful. It said, The glove is empty, 5.23 a.m. Bring sadness to lose a terrific friend. But yet we have the joy that what happened, and the reason that glove was empty, is that the Lord took Jim into his eternal kingdom safely and immediately to live with him and enjoy his love and blessings forever. But that's not the end of the story. The glove remains here on this earth. Jesus tells us he's coming back. And when he comes back to this world, he is going to resurrect that body. Whether it is ashes, whether it is scattered, it doesn't make any difference. He, with his almighty power, is going to resurrect that body to fashion it like the glorious resurrected body of Jesus. The perishable puts on the imperishable. The mortal puts on the immortal. So that glorified body and soul lives with the Lord forever. That is our comfort. That's our blessed assurance. We read from 1 Corinthians chapter 15, where the Apostle Paul emphasizes this fact. He says, I declare to you, brothers and sisters, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor does the perishable inherit the imperishable. Listen, I tell you a mystery. We will not all sleep but we will all be changed in a flash, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound, the dead will be raised imperishable, and we will be changed. For the perishable must clothe itself with the imperishable, and the mortal with immortality. When the perishable has been clothed with the imperishable and the mortal with immortality, then the saying that is written will come true. 
Death has been swallowed up in victory. Where, O oh, death, is your victory? Where, O oh, death, is your sting? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God. He gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, stand firm. Let nothing move you. Always give yourselves fully to the work of the Lord, because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. Jesus' victory through Jesus is the victory that we are sharing and celebrating today and look forward to the time when we share that victory with him. Pastor Jim and I grew up together. I've known him all my life. We belong to the same church. We went to the same Lutheran school, same high school, same college, same seminary. I had the privilege of being an attendant at Jim and Joyce's wedding. Known him all through the years. When we graduated from the seminary, our ministries took us to two different parts of the country. We didn't see each other very often, but then when Jim retired, moved to Round Rock, minutes from our house. And so we have since shared many enjoyable times together. Someone might ask, well, what was Jim really like? What you saw is what you got. One of the things about Jim is that he never put on a facade, never put on any pretense. He was what he was, and that's the way he's been all through his life. Two things stick out. Number one, his love for Jesus. Number two, his passion for sharing Jesus. I could tell you story of, after story of incidents where he just readily shared his faith because his love for Jesus created a burning passion to share that love with others that they could have the same peace that he had. And what a wonderful peace he had. When the doctors first made their diagnosis of cancer, Jim and I started meeting together. We visited countless times. And every time, we'd share some scripture. We'd talk about it. We would meditate on it. We would pray about it. And through that course, after that first diagnosis of the first cancer, there are a lot of ups and downs. But the Lord blessed him with a steadfast faith. He had, as what Scripture says, a peace that transcends all under human understanding. God gave him such a beautiful peace through his faith and trust in Jesus and his promises. Jim lived the confidence that nothing could remove the love of Jesus for him. We read about that in Romans chapter 8. And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. For those 
God foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. And those he predestined, he also called. Those he called, he also justified. Those he justified, he also glorified. What then shall we say in response to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also along with him graciously give us all things? Who will bring any charge against those whom God has chosen? It is God who justifies. Who then is the one who condemns? No one. Christ Jesus, who died, more than that, who was raised to life, is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? As it is written, for your sake we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus. Amen. And now we call the pastor of both Jim and myself, Pastor Darren, to come forward. I'm Darren Lindemann, pastor at Holy Word, and privileged to be Jim's pastor at Holy Word, particularly the Pflugerville campus. It was an honor in this way that uh, Jim is special to me because he spent time with me at the beginning of my ministry. And from, from day one of my ministry in Irmo, South Carolina, Jim Radloff at that time was a mission counselor living in Florida. And he was my mentor in my very first days and years in ministry. And then I had the privilege of serving him in his last days of ministry and everything else in between. Good morning to everyone here. Good evening to our friends across the planet. Special blessings to us all. This is a word of God from Hebrews chapter 12. For all of our friends here today, for Holy Word members, and especially for you, Jim's family. Keep on keeping on in Jesus and in joy. That's the way that Pastor Jim would sign off on his emails. That's the way that when he called me in my early days in ministry, he would end by saying those words to me. It's the way that he signed his mission counselor newsletter back in the early 90s before you could create a PDF file and send it out to the world via email. Uh, Jim compiled with it. It was Jim and Jesus and his coffee machine. And I don't know how big that coffee machine was, Joyce, but... Uh, and you probably helped him put that together. I mean, that thing was thick. And every time it came to my mailbox, I sat down for an hour to look at all the outreach ideas that he packed into that newsletter. Keep on keeping on 
in Jesus and, his joy, and, and in joy was the ultimate message in that newsletter. It had a lot of practical ideas, but if he wanted his men in the mission field to remember one thing, well, three things. Perseverance, Jesus, and joy. Those three things are wrapped up in that statement, and, and Jim held on to them with that steadfast faith, but I'm telling you something that's even more important. Listen to this. More importantly than that, they held on to him. And they hold on to us too. That's spoken in Hebrews chapter 12. So let me comment on, the, on the three particular sections of Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 through 4. Here's the first. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles, and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Perseverance, you oldsters here who love your King James, long-suffering, keep on keeping on. Marked out for us, I think of those blue lines painted on the ski slopes as uh, Olympians are plummeting down the hill in a giant slalom. The race marked out for them. Stay in the blue lines and you'll do fine. Our lives, Jim's life, under Jesus and in joy has purpose and direction when we stay in the lines that Jesus gives to us. Run the race marked out for us. This is movement, folks. This is progress. That, that the faith life is a journey. There's always next steps until you get to heaven. There's always something to do for Jesus. Joyce would badger Jim. There's always calls to make. Jim, get out there and make outreach calls as if he needed that help. But the two of you made a great team and impacted a lot of people. There's more to do. We, we work while it is day. Faith is movement. And that's in the Olympics, whether you're training or whether you're competing. You're always moving, and we do that in our faith life. Throw off two things. Notice them. Throw off. The Christian life is less like downhill skiing and more like full-contact golf. Okay? That, right? So Jim was a golfer when I first met him. He lived in Florida. He uh, lived near a golf course, golfed a lot. Uh, I remember him making jokes about this. I think it was Saturday Night Live or somewhere that this skit came out about full-contact golf. But that's our Christian life, full-contact golf. Uh, while I'm putting, my opponent is going to come and tackle me. I have to be ready for that and strategize accordingly. That's, that's something that hinders. You see, there's two things. Throw off something that hinders. This is not necessarily sin, but it's something that can get in the way. It can be a barrier to outreach. It can be something that keeps me away from my wife and my family. It can be anything in my life that's not necessarily sin, but I, I need to move around it. I need to plan for it. I need to get it out of the way. Throw it off. And also sin that can trip me up in my race, realizing that there is no greater challenge to me than me. There is no greater danger to me than me. 
my sin. My sin will not damn any of you, but it has the potential to damn me. Great cloud of witnesses. There they are. I, I see them. Jim Radloff, Benny Weir, and Paul Baker. Up in heaven right now. Those three guys were my men's Bible breakfast. When I thought, you know, Austin does a men's Bible breakfast in Pflugerville. Why don't we try a men's Bible breakfast too? And uh, those three guys. There were other guys that came in and out. But those three men. Jim Radloff. Benny Weir and Paul Baker were the, were the pillars of our Pflugerville Men's Bible Breakfast at Chick-fil-A on Louis Hanna, and they were there. And now all three of them are in heaven. Benny Weir, man, he loved... You know, you know how Benny and Gail became members here at Holy Word? They were faithful attenders of the outdoor Easter service until one year it wasn't outdoors because it rained cats and dogs and it had to be moving here. And I imagine amid the grumbling of people that you couldn't be outdoors, Benny and Gail came here and realized what a special place this is and became members of Holy Word through the outdoor Easter service. A great witness in heaven. Now, Benny is witnessing to his wife, Gail, who's a member of Holy Word Pflugerville and now coordinating our outdoor Easter service. And Paul Baker, a champion of some of our first connect groups that started on the Pflugerville campus, a champion leader of a connect group, bringing people together around God's word. And he would devour God's word, and he couldn't get enough of it, and he wanted to meet with me every week before connect group and, and bring his commentaries and say, Pastor, there's, there's some conflict here. Which one is right, and, and where do I dig deeper? And, and he'd write out his lesson plans and write out his prayers, and he was a, a devourer, a consumer of God's word and of sharing it with other people. And... He's a witness to his wife and widow Lynette, who has become a devourer of God's word and champion, championing, sharing it with others. And we do too. And then there's, then there's Jim in heaven. I mean, Mr. Evangelist, Mr. Outreach. Uh, uh, but I don't imagine Jim and Paul and Benny and the Apostle Paul and the angels huddling together in heaven and, and looking at these great men of God who championed the gospel, who championed the word of God and said, we have to get it out to people. And you can just see it right up in heaven. Everyone's looking at these guys and Billy Graham is there too. And we're looking at Jim Radloff and Billy Graham and this gang. And we're saying in heaven, are they saying, oh no, how's the world going to hear about Jesus now? As much as we applaud Pastor Jim Radloff for his evangelistic gifts, evangelistic gifts and passion for gospel outreach are not gone from this place, from the church on earth, or from any of you. You know what they're saying. You know what Billy Graham and the, and the angels and Benny and Paul and Jim, you know what they're saying up there as they're looking down on us and all three of them are in glory? They're saying, keep on keeping on in Jesus and in joy. Uh, one, more, one more thing that, that Pastor Jim said. He, he might be saying this in heaven, but he said it to me after he got cancer 
and he needed to be sticking around here and be being treated for his cancer and he needed to take it easy and rest. And he said, I'm going to China. <laughs> That's not all he said. He said, I'm going to China if it kills me. It didn't directly kill him by any means. But what faith, what passion for sharing the gospel. I will not let anything stop me from sharing Jesus with others, even my own life. Keep on keeping on. Gospel outreach is not lost. It's going to get even better. Fixing our eyes on Jesus, this says. I, fixing, that word in the Greek, means don't pay attention to anything else. G gaze at this. Look at it and hold it tightly like a clingy cross. Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith, for the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Jim's favorite song to teach children learning English across the world? Yesu Iowa. Jesus loves me, this I know. Favorite song to teach. Why? Because cling to the cross. Fix your eyes. Not on Jim. Not on us. Not on the circumstances around us. On Jesus. He endured, it says. Jesus needed to keep on keeping on too. Jesus needed to endure his cross. And, and by that he did two things. Two things for us. Jesus strengthens you to bear your cross. Jesus did not remove every cross from your life. And a cross is something that we bear because we believe in Jesus, because of our faith, something we carry that's heavy, that's inconvenient, that can be painful, and it might even kill us. Jesus endured, and he says to you, you can endure too. We got this. But by his cross, Jesus also suffered a cross that you and I will never suffer and never have to carry. Pastor Jim did not carry it and did not suffer for it. And you and I don't carry it and don't need to suffer for it either. And that's the cross of our sins and our guilt and our shame. And Jesus went to his cross so that that cross would never, ever be yours. Do you believe that? Say yes. sat down, or scorned its shame. Um, when you scorn something, you think very little of it. <laughs> scorn something, right? What did, he, what did Jesus scorn? Jesus thought very little of the pain and shame of the cross. <laughs> That's not as meaningful to me as Pastor Jim and as these souls and as sinners everywhere around the planet of all time. That's what's meaningful to me. And that's what drew Jim in for a lifetime of gospel work and an eternal life today. And then he just sat down. Done. That means Jesus' saving work. He sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. That means it's done, but he's at the throne of God. That means that his work of saving grace... His redemptive work of saving souls is 100% done. We have to do nothing for it. It's all ours. And he sits down on the throne 
throne, meaning that grace rules all things. There is nothing in your life that God's grace does not touch. No sin, no fear, no shame, no guilt, no cancer, no disease, no mistake that God's grace does not touch because it rules all in the completed work of Jesus Christ. Third part, consider him who endured such opposition from sinners so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. In your struggle against sin, you have not yet resisted to the point of shedding your blood. Struggle! His, Jim's is done. Jim's struggle is done. There's no struggle in heaven. And he is there by the grace of Jesus Christ and the resurrection of Jesus. Jim is there. You and I, however, are struggling. As Pastor Don said earlier, right? Christ's work is done. It's completed for us. Our victory is won, but we're still running the race. I'm still struggling against myself. I'm still struggling against my feelings and the lies that I believe and the circumstances around me that I let become mountains when they're really molehills. And, and the struggle is there, and it's a struggle even against sin. So do this, scriptures say, consider. That word means calculate. Take into calculations. Make part of the formula. Him who endured. That's Jesus. And when I do, When Jesus doesn't just paint the blue lines, but Jesus is the blue lines. I live in joy no matter what. I could go tumbling head over heel with skis flying over the place down the hill and break a leg and do it in joy because I'm in Jesus. He's the blue line. And as I barrel down the hill, whether I'm going head over heel, heels or whether I'm going 80 miles an hour in a tough position as an Olympian, it's joy. Because I'm between the lines. It's Jesus. I'm considering. I'm calculating. There he is. And I'm in him and I'm in his saving peace. Keep on keeping on in Jesus and in joy. Amen? Amen. Amen. Let's sing. Let's stand up, please. The next song is about the resurrection of the dead. Christ is risen. The Bible calls Christ the first fruits. Hebrews calls him the pioneer. A pioneer is someone who, who paves the way, who leads the way. Jesus has led the way through death for all people. We put our faith and trust in him, and we will rise too with Jim and all believers on the last day. Sing along. Freely you've planned. 
Christ is risen from the dead, trampling over death by death. Come awake, come awake, come and rise up from the grave. Christ is risen from the dead, we are one with him again. Come awake, come awake, come and rise up from the grave. Beneath the weight of all our sin, you bow to none but heaven's will. No scheme of hell, no scoffer's crown, no burden gray can hold you down in strength. You sing a song like that. Tender Lord by your word.
wanted to say that um, all of the music today was uh, picked out by my dad. Last, um, I don't know, it was maybe May or something, John and I got together with dad, and so um, we decided to get everything on paper, and he goes, I want a lot of music, I want a lot of music. And we're like, okay, well, which music do you want? And so he picked everything out, and, uh, and everything... Uh, almost everything came out of Lappy because that's what they used when they were in Grenada. So um, pretty much all of these songs were all of his favorites from Grenada, and this was his most favorite. So join me. Tender Lord, by your word, send gentle peace. Surely blessed, perfect rest from sin release. Father dear, always near, guard, watch, and keep this child this night in sleep. Each night my
going to go to God in prayer and then we'll say the Lord's Prayer in unison and the, it'll be the new Lord's Prayer and it'll be printed on the screen for you to follow along. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, in Ephesians you tell us that you, when you ascended to heaven, gave gifts to men and women. And you gave some to be pastors, some to be teachers and evangelists. And you gave them so that the church would be built up. And Jim had that gift from you. He was the gift as an evangelist, pastor, and teacher, all three in one man. And he was a father, and a husband, and a grandfather. And now you've called him back to yourself. And we're happy that we got to share life with him in our own ways. We ask that you would put that gift that you put on Jim on others now. Like when Elijah went to heaven, you put a double measure of your spirit on Elisha after him. Put a double measure of that spirit of Jim Radloff on whomever you choose, but do it, Lord, in your earth, because the time is short and we want more people to know your son like, like Jim did. Thank you for the salvation that covers all of his sins. Thank you for the hope that we have and for the great memories. Help us to live in the memories in a way that we take the best from them and we grow throughout the days of our life. And in the, the darkest moments, when his dear closest family misses him the most, give them hope and peace and love and help them through knowing that they're going to be reunited someday. And now hear us as we say the prayer that you taught us. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. And now as you go on your way, may God go with you. May he go in front of you to show you the way. May he go behind you to encourage you. May he go over you to watch over your life. May he go beside you to be your friend. And may he go inside of you by his spirit to give you his peace. Amen. You may be seated. Pastor Monkey, if you'll come back up for Psalm 100. In the Lutheran Church, it's a tradition when youth are confirmed that they have a confirmation verse. Sometimes the pastor assigns the verse. Sometimes the students, the confirmands, select the verse. I don't know what the case was with Pastor Jim, whether his pastor gave him that verse or he chose that verse, but it's very fitting. It's the second verse of Psalm 100. I'll read Psalm 100. Shout for joy to the Lord all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues 
through all generations. Pastor Jim's confirmation verse was, Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. He certainly carried out that ministry. As many of you know, his philosophy of ministry was ministry by walking around. And when he was in Grenada, that's exactly what he did. He walked throughout the neighborhood. He became sort of like the Pied Piper. He gathered children around him. He would teach them about Jesus. He would teach them a very favorite song of his, Jesus Loves Me. When he was in China, he loved to teach the children, Jesus Loves Me. A beautiful song, reinforcing a comfort for him, a comfort for us. Jesus loves me, this I know. Let's stand and let's sing, Jesus loves me. services like this victory celebrations because that's what they are when we're done with our our track on earth we get to spend the victory forever in heaven and we're going to see jim and jesus and all the many saints very soon soon and very soon we're coming to see the king let's sing
a moment. Again, thank you to all of you friends and, uh, that came to be with us in this celebration. Uh, we're in a moment, we're going to dismiss the Radloff family and they're gonna form a receiving line in the narthex. But we have for you, if you can stay a few extra moments, uh, a, a whole breakfast over there in the fellowship hall and it's decorated and you can share memories. We're even gonna have a, a microphone and we're gonna, everyone's invited that wants to, to share a memory or a thankfulness that they have for the life that Jesus gave Jim Radloff among us. So come and join us for that too. But at the very least, you'll get a chance to greet and encourage the family. And remember what Jesus taught us through our brother Jim Radloff. Jesus loves me and keep on keeping on until we see him again in glory. Our love and prayers are with you and we'll see you in a few moments. There's a peace I've come to know
Fall on my 